0: Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 2nd of May, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Saturday the 29th, Japan lifted its COVID-19 border controls for all arrivals ahead of schedule. The government anticipated an increase in travelers during the annual Golden Week that has many Japanese holidays and also began on the 29th individuals will no longer be required to present proof of at least three COVID-19 vaccination doses or a negative coronavirus test taken within 72 hours of departure upon arrival in Japan. Initially, the government had planned to ease these border measures on the 8th of May, which coincides with the end of the extended Golden Week holidays. This is also the same date that the legal status of coronavirus will be downgraded as a common infectious disease like seasonal influenza. From the 7th of May, Prime Minister Kishida will go on a two-day visit to South Korea to discuss ways to further improve bilateral ties with President Yoon Suk-yeol. This will be Kishida's first visit to the neighboring country since taking office in October 2021. Relations between the two countries have turned sour because of a dispute over wartime labor compensation, but have improved under the government of Yoon, who proposed a solution to the issue in March, a plan that centers on a government-backed South Korean foundation paying compensation to Korean plaintiffs. Kishida has invited Yoon to the Group of Seven, or G7, summit in Hiroshima as a guest. Speaking of the Prime Minister's visits, on Sunday the 30th, Prime Minister Kishida began a tour in Africa before hosting the G7 summit. He visited Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, the Egyptian president. They agreed to cooperate on Sudan's transition to civilian rule amid ongoing military conflicts. They also stressed the importance of maintaining international order based on the rule of law in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Kishida, as the G7 chair, pledged to contribute to bringing the situation under control and providing emergency humanitarian aid to refugees. They also talked about stabilizing the food supply. Kishida expressed Japan's willingness to extend yen loans to Egypt for efficient agricultural water use and improved productivity. On this week-long trip, Kishida will also visit Ghana, Kenya, and Mozambique. This is the first time he has visited Africa since taking office in 2021. Speaking of the G7 summit, the recent attacks on Japan's current and former prime ministers, Kishida and Abe, have raised concerns over the country's ability to protect high-profile figures, especially in light of the upcoming G7 summit in Hiroshima. Despite Japan's reputation as one of the world's safest countries, it is the only developed nation where high-ranking political figures have been targeted recently. In response, Japan's National Police Agency has established a section dedicated to guarding imperial family members and dignitaries and has increased the number of security police officers and their training. The government is also considering the use of technologies such as drones equipped with cameras and AI to quickly detect suspicious behavior. On that note about security... The digital and tech ministers of the G7 countries met for a two-day meeting on Saturday the 29th in Japan to discuss the responsible use of artificial intelligence and to establish international standards for it. The joint statement also emphasized the opposition to the misuse of AI and the abuse of democratic values, and cited five principles for policymakers to govern the use of AI and other emerging technologies, such as the rule of law, due process, democracy, respect for human rights, and harnessing opportunities for innovation. The G7 is committed to constructing secure network infrastructure to support developing countries and to improve the connectivity of undersea cables. The number of cyber attacks against companies and government offices in Japan has risen since March. A source from the National Center of Incidents Readiness and Strategy for Cybersecurity said that they have warned relevant organizations to stay alert and that there is a possibility that the attacks are connected to the G7 summit. The attacks are believed to be a part of preparations for a full-scale attack, and a pro-Russian hacker group might have carried out the attacks. Some central government offices and private companies' websites were disrupted, including West Japan Railway and Tokyo Electric Power Company Holdings. The authorities urge government offices and private firms to set up cybersecurity, recommend setting up a content delivery network, and a system that identifies suspicious access from abroad. The camera belonging to a Japanese journalist, Kenji Nagai, who was shot dead in Myanmar in 2007 while covering an anti-junta demonstration, has been returned to his family. Myanmar news outlet The Democratic Voice of Burma found the video camera in Myanmar and handed it over to Nagai's younger sister, Noriko Ogawa, in Bangkok on Wednesday the 26th. Nagai's last images captured scenes of anti-government protesters in Yangon, the arrival of national army trucks, and the journalist reporting the situation. Nagai's family had been calling for the return of his camera and other belongings the democratic voice of Burma hopes that returning the camera will provide some comfort to Nagai's family. Prime Minister Kishida has set a target for having women in at least 30% of executive positions at Japan's top listed companies by 2030. He presented the goals at the meeting of the government's Council for Gender Equality and instructed relevant cabinet ministers to come up with specific measures for promoting gender equality. He said that in order to promote an inclusive society, it's crucial to spur innovation by promoting women to play a more active role. On Monday the 1st, the Japanese government lifted an evacuation order for Nagadoro village near the crippled Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. It means entry restrictions are no longer in place in any designated reconstruction base across a total of six municipalities in the area. The restrictions were removed for Nagadoro after the lifting of similar orders in five other municipalities. The restrictions have been in place since the March 2011 nuclear disaster left the areas uninhabitable due to high radiation levels. The five other municipalities where restrictions have been lifted earlier are Futaba, Namiye, Tomioka, Okuma, and Katsurayo. Nagadoro is located between 30 and 50 kilometers northwest of the Fukushima Daiichi power station, which suffered a multiple reactor meltdown in the wake of the massive earthquake and tsunami in 2011. On Tuesday the 2nd, a salvage company hauled a major part of the wreckage of a Japanese Self-Defense Forces helicopter that went missing in early April. The helicopter disappeared with 10 aboard on the 6th of April in waters off the southern prefecture of Okinawa. The operation brought the wreckage up from around 100 meters below the surface of north of Irabu Island. To know the cause of the incident, the ground self-defense force is examining the helicopter's flight recorder as well as the section recovered. So far, six bodies have been recovered from the site of the aircraft. Japanese space startup, iSpace, announced that its lander, launched in December last year aboard a SpaceX rocket, may have crashed on the moon's surface during its landing attempt. The company lost contact with the spacecraft right before it attempted to land on the moon on Wednesday the 26th, leading it to believe that there is a high probability of a hard landing. The lander could not calculate the correct altitude and went into freefall. The landing would have marked Japan's first ever lunar landing. iSpace had hoped to become the world's first private company to successfully land spacecraft on the lunar surface. Although it was not a successful landing, the company considers the mission to have been significant and is planning to send another lander to the moon in 2024. And that's it for this week. Remember that we have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to our substack. Matane!